I'm Ree Drummond. I'm a writer, blogger, photographer, mother, accidental country girl. I've got a lot of mouths to feed. Here's what's happening on the ranch. We're bursting with holiday cheer here on the ranch. Three seasonal snapshots of the holidays in our house. First, it's Operation Christmas Tree. Lad and the kids are going to the local farm to pick up a tree, and I'm whipping up hearty, delicious rigatoni and meatballs. It's the perfect tree trimming dinner as we get the holidays off to a festive start. Then I've got Christmas munchies covered with my mom's holiday bacon appetizers. Fabulous, easy, and festive. Next, I'm cooking a delicious decadent treat for Santa, chocolate mint brownie bites for him to nibble on when he drops off the gifts. Christmas is coming and we're busy getting ready for all the fun. Christmas doesn't really begin around here until the tree shows up. Lad took three of the kids to the tree farm in Ponca City to pick one up, and I'm making a big scrumptious dinner of rigatoni and meatballs that we'll eat while we trim the tree. For the meatballs, I've had six slices of really crusty bread in the oven. I just had it in there at a low temperature to get it really dried out, and I'm gonna make breadcrumbs out of it. Pulse it around a bit. Of course, you can use regular store-bought breadcrumbs, but for Christmas time, I wanted to put a little more effort into it. Those look great. I'm not totally pulverizing them, just breaking them up into pretty fine pieces. All right, now I'll start with the meat. I've got three quarters of a pound each of ground beef and ground pork. All right, now I'll grab the breadcrumbs. Meatballs are not just balls of meat. They usually have some kind of a bread component. That's what gives meatballs their great texture. And then I also have three quarters of a cup of Parmesan. Gives the meatballs great flavor. And then two beaten eggs. I love making meatballs because you just throw things into a bowl and mash it up. And then I have three cloves of minced garlic. And then a quarter cup of whole milk. The milk just helps the mixture have a little moisture. I always use whole milk whenever I cook or bake. Makes everything nice and rich. All right, then I'll grab a good bit of fresh parsley. Just tear it off. And then I'm just gonna mince it up. I thought rigatoni and meatballs would be just perfect to feed the guys when they got home from the tree farm. It's not quite time to break out the traditional Christmas food yet, so I thought this sounded just perfect. Really hearty and warm and yummy. All right, the parsley's nice and minced, so I'll throw that in. And then finally, just some salt and pepper, plenty of pepper. Now, I could use a spoon, but it would take me way too long, so I'm just gonna dive in with my very clean hands and just squish it all around. To me, what makes a meatball special is the texture. When you bite into a meatball, it shouldn't be like biting into a little ball of ground beef. It should have a nice texture to it, be soft and tender, lots of flavor. I love meatballs. I think about them all the time. Okay, this is all mixed up. So I'm gonna break out one of my kitchen scoops that makes forming the meatballs really easy and just roll it into a ball. If I roll out this size, I'll get about 24, 25 meatballs out of the deal. That's one down, 23 or so to go. All right, now I'm gonna fry the meatballs in a little bit, but it's a lot easier to do that when they're firm. So I'm gonna put them in the freezer for about 15 minutes. Hello, welcome to Santa's Forest Christmas Tree Farm. Who's gonna get the honors of cutting it down? Me! <laughs> All right, here's your saw. You can go out in this field. All right, thank you.
Okay, the meatballs are nice and firm now, so I am gonna fry them up. That's how the sauce starts. Now I've got a big pot of really hot olive oil, and I'm just gonna throw in about eight meatballs and fry until they're brown. I usually just do about eight at a time because I don't wanna crowd the pan. The whole point of this frying stage is to get as much color on the outside as possible. What do you think about that one over there? Oh, this one's big. Yeah. Looks good, doesn't it? All right, the last batch is all browned and ready to come out. You don't need to get them all the way cooked at this stage. Browning is the only objective. Later, they're gonna go back into the sauce and they'll finish cooking then. 25 and 54. All right, there's 80 Bye. bucks. All right, we'll thank cover you very it. much. All right. We hope you all have a good Christmas. All right, thank you, Kelly. appreciate thank it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Up next, I'm making rich, hearty red sauce for the rigatoni and meatballs for us to dig into while we trim the tree. Then I'm getting into the Christmas spirit with holiday bacon appetizers, a perfect seasonal standby. I don't wanna forget about old Santa. It's chocolate mint brownie bites for him when he drops in on the ranch on Christmas Eve. I just love getting ready for Christmas. of year. Lad and the kids have been out getting the Christmas tree. They're on their way back to the ranch, so I'm going to get moving on the sauce for the rigatoni and meatballs. I've been sauteing some onion and garlic in the same pan that I fried the meatballs. And I'm just going to add a half a cup of red wine. Ooh, that pan was hot. Give it a stir. The pan was so hot, it's already reduced. So I'm going to add in a 28-ounce can of whole tomatoes and a 28 ounce can of crushed tomatoes. I like to do that combination because you have the crushed tomatoes, which make a nice sauce. Then you have great chunks of whole tomatoes in there. All right, I'll give it a stir. Now I'm gonna add in a little bit of sugar just to offset the bite of the tomatoes and then some salt and pepper. And that's it for the sauce for now. I'm just gonna let it simmer for about 30 minutes and then I'll add the meatballs in. My secret weapon for getting the tree all decorated is my lovely daughter, Alex. Alex, thank you for sorting all the ornaments. Oh, no problem. Oh, do you remember when Grammy got this for us? <laughs> yeah, it's really old. <laughs> it's a little dusty. <laughs> of course, we've got our token broken ornament. <laughs> Oops. Someday I'll be one of those people that organizes the Christmas ornaments, but. I don't think that'll ever happen. Mm, thanks for your vote of confidence, my dear. <laughs> Here's one. I love that one. Oh yeah, I like this one too. All right, Alex, keep it up. I'm gonna go throw the meatballs in the sauce. Okay. okay. I'm getting hungry, good. are you? Yeah. The sauce has been simmering away. It smells wonderful. So I'm gonna add in the meatballs, but before I do that, I'm gonna stir in some fresh herbs. I minced up a bunch of parsley, and I've got some basil leaves, and I'm just gonna roughly chop it. I'm just gonna roll it up, chop big pieces. Parsley and basil go together like lad and me, or peas and carrots, whatever your preference. All right, I think that should be enough. 
So I'll just stir in the herbs. Oh, that sauce smells great and the herbs smell great. All right, now I've got the plate of meatballs and I'm just gonna throw them on in. Oh boy, I love pasta with meatballs. It's one of my favorite foods on earth. They just need to simmer in the sauce for about 20 minutes or so. This is perfect timing. They're here. Oh, wow, look at that. Here, Bryce, Alex and I'll take over from here. Okay, it's in. That looks about right, doesn't it? From this yeah, side of this. It does. Yeah. All right, guys, you all want to get started on the lights? I'll go get dinner finished up, okay? Okay. You guys get to do the fun part. I'll sit on the chair. I'm supervising. Okay, well, you start with that end up at the top. Yeah, plug it into that end and then keep stringing it. You're going to take my job? Yeah. Okay, while they finish up the lights, I'm going to pour the pasta in and pull the whole meal together. So the rigatoni goes into salted boiling water. It'll take about 10 minutes or so. Meanwhile, I'll chop some parsley for garnish. Yay! That looks good, guys. Now why don't you all get some ornaments? Okay. Yes! The cooked, drained rigatoni gets heaped onto a platter the meatballs get piled on, then the parsley gets sprinkled over the top, and the finishing touch is some freshly grated Parmesan. The perfect dinner for trimming the tree. Everything's ready. I'm just gonna serve it up, and we're gonna finish the tree. How you doing? You ready to eat? Thank you. The tree looks magnificent. Turned out good, didn't it? What about the topper, though? You want me to get it this year? Yeah, mm -hmm. jump up there and get that, would you? Okay, well, we could skip the topper. No, Paige and I will get it. Come on, Paige. Whoa, I am so impressed. Oh, you got it, Paige. All right, now what? Tickle, tickle, tickle. You're really helping. <laughs> well, the tree is done, guys. Yay. Christmas can officially begin. Yes. yes! Christmas is coming, it's very exciting. One thing about Christmas, though, is it's a busy time of year. So the more I can do to get ahead, the better. I'm gonna whip up some holiday bacon appetizers. I love having appetizers on hand because you never know what family's gonna stop by, what friends are gonna stop by. This is a little munchie my mom used to make around the holidays, so it has some nostalgic value for me. I'm gonna make a savory version and a sweet version. Regular old country club style crackers are the basis of this appetizer. So I'm gonna start by laying a bunch out on a baking sheet I always refer to this appetizer as a vintage appetizer because my mom made it in the 80s. It's funny that things in the 80s are now vintage. But the great thing about them is they last really well in the freezer and then you can just pull them out, heat them up anytime anyone comes over. Now I have two ingredients that are gonna go on top of the crackers. For the savory half of the pan, just regular old grated Parmesan cheese. And I just take a teaspoon and carefully spoon the cheese right on the cracker. Okay, that's the savory version, and that's the one my mom always made. But through the years, I've been making a sweet version, and all I do is substitute brown sugar for the Parmesan. All right, now I've got some thin bacon, and one at a time, I'll take the bacon, pick up one of the crackers. This takes a little bit of a steady hand, but I've had lots of practice. And then I just wrap the bacon really carefully around the cracker. 
These are so easy to make. The only thing that's required is patience. They need to bake at 250 degrees for two hours. The appetizers are cooked and cooled, and I'm just gonna pop them into a zipper bag. You can separate the sweet from the savory if you want to, but I really just like throwing them all in together. These things are irresistible. I love them. You know what? I'm just gonna leave those conveniently on the tray. Now these just need to go in the freezer and they'll be just fine until I need them. Speaking of needing them, I'm just gonna go ahead and enjoy the holidays right now. I'm in the spirit. And besides, I wanna to toast my mom for sharing this great recipe with me. Love you, mom, Merry Christmas. Mm. It's Christmas Eve and the kids are outside having a little Christmas tree decorating contest. They turn everything into a contest these days. While the kids are doing that, I'm gonna whip up some treats for Santa. You know, I always make cookies for Santa on Christmas Eve, but I received a note from him this year that he's in the mood for brownies. So far be it from me to go against Santa's wishes on Christmas Eve. I'm gonna make him little chocolate mint brownie bites. I think he's gonna love them. I just thoroughly sprayed this mini muffin pan with nonstick baking spray. I love this stuff. Now I already made the batter, so while I scoop it into the tins, let me tell you how I made it. The first step was to melt two ounces of unsweetened chocolate with eight chopped chocolate after dinner mints. Then I stirred it around until it was smooth. While that was cooling, I creamed together a stick of butter with a cup of sugar in the mixer using the paddle attachment. Then I beat in two whole eggs, one at a time, and with the mixer on low, I slowly drizzled in the cooled chocolate mixture, mixing it until it was all combined. After that, I sprinkled in three quarters of a cup of all-purpose flour and mixed it thoroughly. And finally, a fourth a teaspoon of mint extract. I love these little things. They are so addictive. Now these just need to bake at 325 degrees for about 11 to 13 minutes. And while that happens, I'm gonna go out and check on the contest. Hi. Look at these, guys. Have you picked a winner yet? It's really close. The winner is Bryce. Oh my gosh, good job, Bryce. Good job, Bryce. I think the gravity defying candy cane on top of Bryce's tree must have sent it for you. I know it, yeah. Congratulations, my man. Bravo. Good job. Thank you. All right, I'm gonna go finish Santa's brownies. You guys keep the dogs company. Christmas okay, Eve! It's Christmas Eve, probably the best day of the whole year. The kids finished up their Christmas tree decorating contest, so I'm gonna finish off my chocolate mint brownie bites. The brownie bites have totally cooled, and I'm just peeling a few more of the after-dinner mints. I've got about 30 mints in the bowl, and I'm gonna chop up one ounce of bittersweet chocolate. The mints and the chocolate will be the base of the glaze that'll go over the brownies. And then I'll add in a tablespoon of butter, a generous tablespoon. Now I just need to throw this in the microwave until it melts. Okay, it's nice and melted and luscious looking. I love chocolate mint anything. All right, now to coat the brownie bites, I'll just take one at a time, dip the bottom, get as much coated as I can, and then I'll put it on the rack and I'll use a spoon to coat the top. It's a little bit easier and less messy than dunking the whole thing because if you dunk the whole thing in the bowl, you've got to get it back to the rack somehow. So this way your fingers can stay relatively neat. All right, that's one coated. 
Now I'll do the rest of them. Okay, got them all coated and they look wonderful. Now for a final touch, I'm just gonna chop up about eight more mints and then I'll decorate the tops with little mint bits. After I get them all sprinkled, I'm gonna let them set. Then I'll set two aside for Santa. I think that's enough for the old chap. And I'll just sprinkle it over the top. You want chocolate, Santa? You got it. All right, Toddy, let's yeah. leave Santa his plate, okay? Okay. Ooh, those look good, don't they? Yeah. I'm gonna have a hard time not digging in. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be a great Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. Merry Christmas, Toddy. Thank you. You better get to bed, don't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's go to bed, okay? Okay.